0: Knock, knock. Who's there? Abby. Abby, who? Abby, New Year. Uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> of, God, I gotta turn this down just a tad,
0: but then it's gonna get loud on my side. And I is that good? That's good. Okay,
1: because this is like really hurting my ears. <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: What's wrong with you? I'm getting old. That should mean that your ears are working like l- less sensitive. Huh? You know, yeah, yeah. Like you can't hear anything. So you're like Benjamin buttoning in your ear drums. It sounds about ac- accurate. Ac- <clears throat> accurate. A- accurate. Um. Yes, okay You know, I don't fully understand The way, like, this thing used to work perfect And now it's like, uh, not Yeah, I don't get it I don't know what's going on there So, uh, let me just Does that look better? I think that works I don't know that I think sounds it about looks, right It looks good I think these need to come up Phones need to go down Maybe somewhere around there. Hello, Check. Now you can. T- you should be able to turn your headphones up now, because I turned the phones down. I think we were just getting okay, yeah, too yeah. much in our headphones, is what yeah. was going on. You know, It's a lot better. I
1: don't. I don't hear any feedback.
0: <clears throat> well, I was recording um, Eminem, and and he was saying to turn him up a lot. <sighs> yeah. Did he ask where his snare was at? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but you know. I don't know why I said that, man. That was <laughs> I wanna just take that whole thing back. But <clears throat> you get the raw, unedited IRTP coming straight to you, guys, the viewers, the <laughs> listeners. The good, the bad, and the Abbey New Year's, you know? You get it all.
1: All of it. Full course.
0: Speaking of, it's twenty twenty three officially. Dang.
1: You're right. That means I'm gonna be Twenty eight.
0: I had said some stuff previously uh-huh. about um like at the start of the new year, starting like a new season of the podcast. Yeah. But I think I just throw all that away. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I don't want to change the episode number, like the way that we keep track of what episode we're on, stuff like that. And this is a podcast. It's yeah. not like we're coming in with a new theme or a new layout or a new host, you know. Or a new production team. Yeah, like if something like that were to happen, then I think it would make sense to be like, oh, this is a new season, you know. But right yeah. now, honestly, we're just doing the same bullshit we've done for the last seven months. That is true. Ain't nothing changed. Another year. That's it. That's the, that's oh, all I think I it's you are
1: going to follow that up with something else. Like no. it's a new year.
0: N- n- new... Fear. I'm trying yeah. to get a new phobia this year. <laughs> that's that's nice. the goal, a new yeah. phobia. Um, <clears throat> How was your New Year's? Did you do anything at all? Not really. Play cod? For a little bit. I was pretty tired. Yeah. I tried I'm, going to bed early. I'm at a point right now where I'm feeling a little cod fatigue. Yeah. Because I've been camo grinding on shipment. And that's all I've done <laughs> for probably the past, like... 150 matches that I've played. It's just been camera grinding on shipment, and I'm a little fatigued. I think I might need a break or maybe like to just play for fun for a little bit, like go yeah. play Warzone or something, you know? Well, I try to make it to
1: where like I don't really play unless like other people are playing, you know? If like you or Dre are on or his buddy Andy, then yeah, but then half the time I don't want to play shipment. I just want to try to play war zone. Well see and I think
0: that's why specifically I haven't been playing with other people because I'm camo grinding on shipment and I don't want anyone else to like have to go through that with me. You Take know away your progress? No, not even that. Just like not everyone wants to play shipment back that, to back to back to back. And I get that, you know? Yeah. I get that. I don't know.
1: It's really dry right now. I, <sighs> They're all on vacation, not updating the game
0: i don't I don't know that I'd say it's dry, it's pretty, dry. but I think the activity that I have chosen to adhere to is becoming dry, and that's not the game's fault. that's because instead of just playing to have fun, I'm like turning it into a job, yeah, you know what I'm saying like there's a goal I'm trying to accomplish, yeah I don't speaking know. of goals, it's a new year.
1: um you yeah. gotta have some new goals. I got one, do you yeah. I'm gonna try to not reference any time you're saying peaking. You're trying to I'm leaving. Oh, I'm, I'm, le- I'm leaving that in 2022.
0: I wish you would. I wish you would. I am. I'm gonna hold you to that. All right. I don't understand why. That's where your brain goes instantly yeah, every I just, time. I don't know. I don't even understand the reference. I don't know where it's from. It's not really from anything. I just thought it sounded funny. I'm not even going to finish it. Ooh, uh, you almost yeah. did. You yeah, almost did. You know. Um, what's another one? Um, I don't know that I really have any resolutions per se. Yeah. I mean, January 1st is just another day. It's true. Like, why do, why do we have to wait for the new year to make positive changes to our life? You could do that any day. That yeah, is true. If you're but listening to this on a Wednesday, you can change your life on a Wednesday for the better. You don't have to wait for Monday. That's something else we do. Oh, I'm going to start on Monday. Like, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it gets me more motivated.
0: Because yeah. it's like a clean slate. But is it? If I murdered somebody on December 30th, it's not like if it's, I make it to January 1st, like, ah, you, yeah, you
1: got us. Clean it's slate. murder. You don't get a. But what I'm saying is every bad
0: murder. decision you made in 2022 doesn't disappear on January 1st, 2022. Yeah. Like, it's not well, a clean it's, slate. It's
1: more of like a mental thing to where, like, it but maybe do you that think, helps
0: some people. Like, they need that mental. Do you think it's a thing push. we've been mentally, like, programmed? You know what I'm saying? Well yeah, it's like we're another... mentally programmed to think of it as a clean slate. When in reality it's just another day. I think it's just another day that's uh, fabricated by the government
1: to Dang. boost uh, sales of certain items you know, Hallmark what I mean? cards. Yeah.
0: Valentine's Day, yeah, made up holiday yeah. by big chocolate and big flower, the big flower companies. The flower cartels wanted to boost rose sales, so they came up with Valentine's Day. I was
1: going to say more like stores like Party City, but that Ooh. place is always uh. dead. <laughs> uh. like, yeah, we got these balloons from um, 2000.
0: I specifically hate Party <laughs> City because the Party City in Killeen is where Hastings used to be. And I would give, I would give my remaining testicle the only one I have left. To bring Hastings back. Back to
1: the last location or the OG location?
0: No, the last location. The OG location was trash. You talking about where Texas Thrift is now? God, that place was ghetto.
1: It wasn't that bad. It was
0: bad. That's where it
1: was for me
0: growing up. Me too. And I thought it was such a massive improvement when they moved it over there by Walmart.
1: Yeah, it just had a bigger building that's it
0: yeah more stuff i happen to like stuff you know i've noticed what does that mean do you hear that yeah the ac just kicked on uh. so if anyone hears that in this episode i apologize but you probably won't because i'm going to edit and cut it out edit in which case now you're just talking about hearing in the last 15 seconds and no one else can hear nope <laughs> you know i don't edit Every episode, I say, ooh, I'm going to have to put up a picture. Yeah, I'm going to put this in. I'm going to put this in. And then I say, ooh, I'm going to cut that out. And then I don't do it. Yeah. It was, I said that I dropped an F-bomb a couple episodes ago. <laughs> and I remember thinking specifically, like, I need to cut that out. And then I didn't. So special prize to anyone that can give me the timestamp on the F-bomb. timestamp and episode number. <laughs> Dang. I give them something to do. Yeah, you know, might actually boost some views and and listens. Is that what we should do? Like a competition?
1: Yeah, we'll do it. Uh, if you can find that episode and the uh, timestamp,
0: what if um, Josh will donate his last testicle <laughs> to bring back Hastings? <laughs> yeah, that, that's the goal. Uh What if there was like a thing where it was like I once a once a day. I release an episode number and timestamp and then that correlates to a word and at the end of like a month or something like it forms a whole sentence and like the first person that comes to me like with the complete sentence like gets a prize would that be fun that's very like specific exactly like, but it I would mean require some work, you know? You know? Yeah, you and know? I think it could be, like, a cool, like, detective escape room type vibe. <laughs> like, a puzzle you got to solve, you know? And I'm probably not going to do that either. It's <laughs> one of those things I say I'm going to do. <laughs> and not do it. And not do it. Unless. Which? Unless. You have a
1: who? new year resolution. No, I don't.
0: <laughs> I don't believe in them. Well, you know what they say. Because my New Year's resolutions are the same resolutions that I had on December 31st and December 30th, you know, going back. Be a better person. Be kinder. Be more dedicated to my craft. And be more dedicated to the people in my life. Yeah, you keep your promises if you want to keep your friends, you know? But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I, I, I also my, think... There's no quantifiable goal <laughs> on my resolutions, You know, there is no aha moment where you're like, "Oh, I am now a better person." The end. I've completed my goal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, were you ever like that? Was there
1: any point in your time where I did like resolutions? Yeah, 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 for sure.
0: And then I realized That that it was stupid. A week into every year, I would fail my resolutions, and then it was a crock of shit. You know? Yeah. But I think some people actually does work. You know what I mean? I don't think so cuz I, I would like just... to see what gym membership looks like on New Year's versus like the middle of March. Oh yeah, it's way different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think a bunch of people hit this mad dash to like self improve and do this and do that and then like I said, a week, two weeks, month later. True. They're right I back to think who they are. There's like a certain amount of people that have like that
1: push knowing that oh this is that. It just really determines on like the person how determined they are, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um which I think is a good thing, but about 90% of the time, I don't think anybody holds up to it. I don't think so, yeah. yeah. So They give up like halfway, and they're like, oh, it's the same,
0: same old. This episode, should it be a look forward where we discuss hopes and goals and dreams? Or should it be a look back where we recap the last year of our life? What are you feeling? Hmm. I know you had mentioned before we started recording some, like, celebrities that died, I guess. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Celebrity deaths in 2022. <clears throat> Which
0: There's... was only important if you care about the celebrities. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there was some, you know. Coolio. I remember yeah. he died this year, right? Yeah.
1: R.I.P. Coolio. Do you
0: think he's in gangsta's paradise right now? With.
1: You know. he's at Thug Mansion. One of my mom? resolutions was to be more embraceive of your corny jokes. And, um, you know, I am. I do think he's in uh, gangsta's paradise. You know. Rip Coolio. Rip Coolio. Meatloaf is another one. Meatloaf. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Barbara Walters died on like New Year's Eve. But yeah, was, really? Yeah, I thought that was ironic.
0: Cause isn't she like the New Year's lady? She used to be. Yeah, she, she would did be like, like the, the parade or the ball drop or whatever. I think she did like
1: the sixty minutes thing uh, on like NBC or whatever. Uh, yeah. And then you had Pele. Yeah, I heard about that. Rip Pele
0: could, could right after the World Cup. Well, I just. Uh, football just doesn't do it for Football. Me. I'm from Texas. There's only one kind of football here. All right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does everyone out there know what I'm saying? <laughs> you guys can figure it out, all right? I don't know where even talking. Uh, Hagrid, too, even though I don't really oh, yeah, care like for Harry Potter. I like Harry Potter. The movies are tight. I'd never read the books. It's too much of a time investment. There's mm-hmm. other books I'd rather read. But uh, the movies are cool. But I'm like, yeah. I like the fantasy stuff. So I know. don't really care for the new ones, the Fantastic. Movies. Oh yeah, no, I, I think even Harry Potter fans don't care for those movies. You know what I mean? I think it's one and done. I think yeah. they're regarded pretty heavily as a a cash grab. You know? Yeah. Like like they just shouldn't have been made. They were definitely trying to make more money off Harry Potter. Even though the story was over and she wasn't going to write anymore. They were just like, how do we milk some more money out of this? Yeah. I was also thinking, like,
1: um, remember we were talking about, I think it was yesterday, how, like, Disney owns a lot of properties now? Yeah. Alien versus Predator technically owned by Disney. I was thinking like all the Warner Brothers like own properties cuz you have like a lot of animation stuff sure. like Looney
0: Tunes all that but, that has
1: history to it but But if we're just talking in the like, current market it's
0: more Disney. Yeah, but I think I think the reason that it's more of a talking point of what Disney owns is is uh just financially. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Disney like Warner Brothers would kill to have the financial resources that Disney does, you know, because if they own an IP, they basically have an unlimited budget to do what they want with that IP. Literally. I I don't, I I don't know if any production company is worth more than Disney.
1: Yeah. I also think they're uh, Amazon. They're, uh, not marketing, but uh, like company, like execs, like movie execs, like higher up, uh-huh. definitely make a lot more better decisions than Warner Brother does. You think so? Yeah. I mean, you've seen it time and time again. Like Warner Brothers, like they don't have a plan.
0: Sure. I like, think with I think like, they, anything. But I don't know that I necessarily like all the decisions, like w- the way Disney handled Star Wars when they acquired it. You know what I mean? most star wars fans like weren't super happy with them just being like this stuff is not official story anymore yeah. and now we're coming up with our own story you know what i mean you know star wars fans the same way yeah but i mean that would be a section of star wars and, and, and i'm torn right because i read books as a kid that were considered official canon stories that I love that Disney came in and just threw them out and that bums me out. But I'm also like, yeah, but it gives them
1: a chance of opportunity to make something better. Well, and
0: I want, I want that Disney budget to go into my star Wars movies. I want them to have an unlimited budget. Like by all means, go all out, make it as cool as you possibly can, you know? So I don't know. Is that, is that, you know what that sound is? It's pouring outside right now. It's is supposed it? to rain all day today. Oh. I'd a, be willing to bet money that's rain. I had to start checking my weather app before I leave. You didn't notice how dark it was when you came in? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was sprinkling, but I didn't know it was gonna rain all day. Yeah. I didn't know that's it was gonna uh, rain like that. Like that's loud. Yeah, I mean y'all can't hear it. We're just talking to ourselves here, but you know That's like, my
1: new New Year's. Check the weather that, app before I leave the
0: house. Isn't that what a podcast is? What? You just talk to yourself. Yeah. (laughs) You just hope someone else wants to hear it one day, maybe. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's what radio shows used to be back in the day, till they acquired like a cult follower. What if we did like a radio drama, like with the sound effects and the different characters, you know? So, like a themed episode. Like, we would have to write a script. Shelly, what are you doing in the kitchen? And then it's like, and then somebody with a big aluminum sheet goes, and it's like thunder. Like the Iron Right radio play? I get what you're saying. That'd be so lit, but nobody here would do it. Yeah. You would do it because I'd make you, and no one else would do it. Yeah. You know? That is true. Like, I, want, I want a little bit of theater, a little bit of a drama, some gravitas, you know? You know, I got you that lamp with the green screen. And, but that's what I'm No, no, I'm talking a radio drama. You know what I mean? Like where you got the microphone set up around the room and everyone's holding a script and they all do their part and then there's like a sound effects guy off on the side, like the old school, like the 20s and 30s when TV wasn't even a thing and they would do like the radio plays, you know? That doesn't appeal to you at all? Like you don't think that's cool? I mean, it's cool that I'm
1: taking part in it, but I don't think I would ever listen to it. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. Man, I
0: love listening to that stuff. I really do. I know you do. There is a really series of Star Wars audiobooks that were adapted from the novels, but they were rewritten into radio dramas. It's got a full cast of characters and music. And, is and, that uh, what Cannon
1: was listening to last year, like
0: during the summer? Oh, uh, maybe. I don't think so. It was he's an been he, He's been listening to Ready Player One for half a year. Oh. He listens to it on repeat. He's probably listened to it a hundred times that might have been it then. It's probably ready player one. Will Wheaton is actually the narrator on the audiobook. What is he from? He was like a kid actor in some what was it? He he Will does Wheaton. he's like really big in the comic con circuit because he was some kid actor in a sci-fi or something. Will Wheaton. Uh Will Wheaton. Richard William Wheaton III is an American actor. He portrayed Wesley Crusher on the television series Star Trek: The Next Generation, yeah. Gordy in the film Stand by Me, okay. Joey Trotta in Toy Soldiers and Bennett Honecker in Flubber. So he was just like a kid actor and now you. he's he's really big in like the comic con circuit mainly yeah. because of his uh, Star Trek stuff. Yeah. And he's actually become quite a um like voice work actor for like narrating audiobooks and stuff like that. That's good.
1: I feel like voice um acting like the field has gotten a lot bigger within like the last like twenty sure. years.
0: Well now there's cool websites like resources. Like there's uh that website I think it's called Fiverr. Yeah where yeah, yeah. you can hire different people from different things. So like you go on and you'd be like, I need graphic design. I, I wrote a book and I want a cover done. Mm-hmm. And then you can type that in and it'll just bring you a hundred different graphic artists that have different price points and everything else. And you literally just can hire one. Because mm-hmm. um, when I wrote Harlan Baker, I was looking at getting it recorded as an audio book. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the websites that I wound up on. And there's there's literally hundreds of voice actors on there. Just, Was there like, one that, like, grasped you? Well, that's the cool thing is they literally will have, like, samples and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you can, like, listen to, like, five minutes of another audiobook they recorded or just them, like, doing voices. And and you can literally search by, like, I can, you could do, like, a childish and whimsical. And it'll give you, like, because maybe if you have an audiobook that's intended for kids, like Harlan yeah. Baker, you don't want, like, an old, gruff man reading it. Like, it's got to be something a kid can relate to. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, so I thought that was cool and it makes it a lot more accessible to people like me that I don't want to have to like reach out to some talent agent. Yes. Yeah, Cast an email. Director and yeah. get a response six
1: months later, you know? Yeah. I can literally just
0: hire someone that's just like living in their apartment and you know, what do you imagine? Poughkeepsie. Reading your book. Who would you want the narrator to be? Here's the deal. My favorite narrator alive because I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Okay. My favorite narrator, like by far, is a man named Ray Porter. I love him. He's so good. Like every single character literally has a unique voice that is distinct to them. And if there's 20 or 30 characters, you still know who's talking based on their voice. Really talented. But he does, he reads more adult books and he has sort of a more kind of gravelly gruff thing in his natural reading voice is that what you envisioned when you were writing it no and that's what i'm saying is i don't know a hundred percent that his voice would work for like a middle grade fantasy novel yeah but i also see that that could be a a cool risk that paid off yeah but he's like one of the bigger names now Mm -hmm. in like book narration Mm -hmm. so i wonder now like how much his rates have gone up since like his popularity's increased in the past few years i don't know that i could afford him anymore i don't know that i ever could have afforded him to begin with but he's somebody i imagine that probably has like a casting director and an agent and like red tape that i would have to cut
1: yeah but didn't he even have like stuff like cameo and like which is kind of like the same idea but it's more like personal
0: yeah, but it would be hard for me to hop on Cameo and be like, hey, how much for 77,000 words? Yeah. Which is how yeah, long the yeah, book is, you know?
1: Well, I, I ended up on this side of TikTok like a week or so ago. The um, Cameo it was, side? No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, so uh, back in uh, like 2013 up until like 2015, like when I was playing uh, bass and ever since the fire and stuff, we were thinking of like... Uh, what do you call it? It's not guest vocalists, but it's like a like featuring, yada yeah, yada yeah, yada. And uh, like a week or so ago, I ended up on TikTok and they were like showing like this website of like these vocalists, like from the scene and what they would charge for like their rates and stuff for like a verse, or yeah, whatever. yeah. Um, <coughs> some of them were like, oh, depends on you know, yada yada. So it'd be like, question mark, but it'd be like, uh, the dude from Fit for a King, I think it was like from a thousand to like 1500. Uh, dude from Sleeping with Sirens was like same price, but
0: it seemed relatively cheap. I feel like that, yeah. I mean, uh, but, I mean, maybe also all we really have to go off of is like what rappers charge for their guests' vocals. Which oh, would be theirs like, is just, like way higher. That's what I'm saying, and I just don't think metal is like at that same level. Yeah, because for sure. if I pay to get Drake on a verse, <clears throat> that song at least. Maybe not me, maybe not the album, but that song is instantly going to be a hit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you're literally just paying for success at that point. Mm -hmm. Whereas metal, like, eh. Like, it's cool, you show your friends, you know. And and people in the metal scene might get into your band because of it, but you're not going to be on top 40 radio. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think it's cool
1: they can just be like, oh, okay, I got paid (laughs) $1,500. Let me uh, record these 30 seconds and then send it off. Yeah. And
0: Especially if you have like recording equipment in your house, which I can't imagine any vocalist that doesn't. Yeah, you know. that is true. Or they any... just like wake up in their pajamas, <laughs> go in their closet, hit record. Yeah. Like,
1: cool. 1500 bucks. I think the only people that don't really do that are like really. Just drummers, but like yeah. guitars and everything. Like they'll have like a whole studio and like because they're trying to. I've seen a lot of people like do like string instruments and then go
0: into like the more like recording, mixing, well, type and field. Drummers or, or drums, you can you can MIDI now. Yeah, you know, like you can record drums on MIDI and they literally sound like studio yeah. drums. Like you couldn't mm-hmm. tell the difference other than the fact that they're like a little too perfect. Yeah, if that makes sense, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Um. Our entire first album was uh, <clears throat> our entire first album was was uh digital drums because y- well, I mean, just first one because yeah. we recorded it all ourselves we didn't mm-hmm. even go to a studio we didn't pay a producer like we did it all in mm-hmm. like my garage, my living room my guitar player's bedroom you know so <clears throat> so we did all the drums digitally um because we literally just didn't have the facilities to record drums you know yeah we didn't have the mics we didn't, ha- we didn't have anything
1: yeah the first time we went to um you know where Sixth streets at and where that wendy's is at it's like on the very end
0: no like right off. no the highway. but I, I don't
1: know austin very well. well like two blocks down was a recording studio that we went to mm. um that was all like not electronic like drones were actually like recording stuff but then we went to dallas to record with this dude named kj he's like really big and like uh now he he moved to california and he started mixing like uh there's like some little rapper from la called little lotus or something like that never heard of uh, but he's like big on tiktok or whatever do but
0: you remember what you guys paid and what you got for that like yeah. w- were you and paying that's for where I like was to what x number got. of tracks or was it like just hours like as much um, as we can cram into this
1: much time i think it was more on days okay uh, if i remember correctly um but it was in dallas it was like this little like garage type deal and we recorded there everything was like sounded like professional like it sounded like a rise core band uh-huh. from like early 2010s or whatever and then we recorded that i think we did like three or four days and it was like four or five songs i can't really remember and then uh we come back home in about like a month or so later uh he tells us um he doesn't have any of the tracks uh he got robbed at gunpoint no way and everything was lost and like back then we were like you know yeah younger not you young like, oh. poor guys yeah <laughs>
0: But like, fuck! We just yeah, wasted all that money. Dude, that's a bummer. Yeah. So you not You never even got the recordings Did, did no. you guys, You didn't even get a demo. There is one song uh, one
1: video on Facebook that has like a clip of it, but it's not like mastered or anything. Yeah.
0: But he didn't even give you guys a demo, like an unmastered. I don't think so. Damn.
1: I feel like y'all might have got ripped. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. He did kind of seem
0: maybe he just like fishy. he just never even pressed record. <laughs> oh no he did it sounded really tough. do you remember what y'all paid it was, i want to say like maybe 1500 or more and that got you like three days yeah that's not bad like yeah but we had to drive all
1: the way to dallas get a u-haul yeah yeah We're, yeah we, we used a lot of money and none about like half of us didn't have jobs yeah so, so did the other half have to like throw in extra money or what no, I was selling like my PlayStation, my Xbox, <coughs> yeah. um, just trying old to equipment. make it yeah. Yeah. yeah, just to like put my, you know, yeah, my yeah. portion
0: in and stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that that's not my life anymore, yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm grateful for that portion of my life, but I see it as a learning experience. I, I see it as it's just a collection of memories that I'll yeah, hold yeah. on to, you know what I'd I mean? Say it's
1: like 50 50 that.
0: I see it is just is is part of my youth, <clears throat> part of my childhood, part of growing up, learning lessons. I think yeah. it helped me to become the man I am today. But mm-hmm. I'm glad uh yeah. grateful, but I I don't know that I'd ever want to be in a touring band again. It's exhausting. And that's cool when you're young and single yeah. and don't got kids and stuff. It's different when you have kids. Yeah. I understand I why. Mean, a I mean I wasn't of... paying taxes. I didn't have a house I, you know, like my car was smoking and stuff, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's That was life. That was the life. Yeah. Um, All right. We're at 30 minutes. You want to take an ab break? Yeah, let's take an ab break. All right. Me and Matt. A joke about top 10 New Year's murders. This article that I found, but then it wasn't recording, so you know. But then it was like, haha, it was just a joke. Whoopsies. So I found some of these interesting. I was taking a potty, Googling stuff, making pee pee. This article is from uh, insideoutmastery.com. Unleash your full potential. <laughs> 19, mind-blowing New Year's resolution statistics. Okay. Statistics specifically about resolutions. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to skip forward ahead. Summary of the key findings. It's actually like a, a, a pretty drawn-out article that has like charts and graphs and stuff. So let me start off with the summary here. What? 38.5% of U.S. adults set New Year's resolutions every year. Wow less than fifty yeah fifty nine percent of young adults eighteen to thirty four and see that makes more sense i'm thirty six <laughs> I was like, I don't want no resolutions, so okay, so I'm pretty on brand. Ah, uh, that's actually the largest demographic that sets the goals forty eight percent want to exercise more, so half of people that make resolutions. Want to exercise more. It is always the most popular New Year's resolution. The top three are all health-related. Makes sense. Yeah. 23% quit in the first week, and only 36% make it past the first month. Hmm. So that would be, what, 64% that have given up? yeah, yeah. The first month, 9% successfully keep their New Year's resolutions. 9% of people are successful. So ninety-one percent of people are not successful in keeping their resolution. Suckers. Well, and that's why I say, you know, um, the, the New Year's you know, Anyway, where did the New Year's <laughs> resolutions come from? The Babylonians made the first New Year's resolutions about four thousand years ago in Babylon uh not on the 1st of January but in mid March when they celebrated the spring harvest of barley a 12 day festival called Akitu which goes back to another point that I made that January 1st is just an arbitrary date that we pick they had it in the middle of March Akitu because based on back then I'm assuming it was a society that was big on agriculture yeah yeah so a lot more of their life revolved around planting crops and harvesting crops so for them The spring harvest, which happened in mid-March, was, like, where they chose to start anew, you know? Yeah. I wonder what some of theirs were.
1: Yeah. uh, Uh, Grow more crop. No, die from wolf.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This
1: is like a wolf peeking around the corner the whole time.
0: Uh, Every year, 38.5% of U.S. adults set New Year's resolutions. Age predicts one's likelihood of having at least one resolution with younger adults being the most likely group to have such goals. And then this is kind of recapping some of the stuff that it's already said, just a little more Uh, in-depth. 38.5% of U.S. adults, based on the average of five different studies over the past few years, 52.6% focus on one New Year's resolution, whereas the other 47.4% set multiple. Uh, 59% of young adults. People over 55 Are 3.1 times less likely to have resolutions the older someone becomes the less likely they will have new year's resolutions and maybe that that comes from a lifetime of setting goals and then being in that 91 percent that don't follow through with them eventually you just get to a point where you're like i'm not doing this anymore yeah i'm not just gonna set myself up for disappointment because i am one you know <clears throat> what are common New Year's resolutions? Forty-eight uh, percent want to exercise more. Mm-hmm. Health-related resolutions cover the top three, and a Swiss study found that seventy percent of all resolutions relate to physical health. So basically, everybody's just trying to live longer. You know, yeah. Men and women share the same top four. So the top four are are not uh, gender specific. Women focus slightly more on health-related topics than men in the UK, specifically regarding losing weight. So 44% of women versus 34% of men. Losing weight is a goal of theirs. Men focus more on pursuing their career ambition, 23%, or cutting down on drinking, 19%, compared to women, which respectively are at 16% and 11%. Which also makes sense because if we think about the way societal constructs work, Mm -hmm. men use a career as a way to pursue women. Yeah. Whereas women use their physical appearance as a way to attract Mm -hmm. men. So men want to lose weight, men want to get more money. Which, what that basically means to me is that it's all about sex. Yeah, you could correlate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's all about like mating, falling in love. COVID-19 impacted the type of resolutions for 75% of people who set them after COVID-19. And see, this is part of the conspiracy, okay? I've been saying this since day one of COVID-19. This is where we go into conspiracy podcast mode. Isolation was a key goal in the the global pandemic. I'm going to say it, okay? Mm -hmm. They wanted us. Depressed and alone. Had nothing to do with physical health and everything to do with mental health. Believe that. After COVID-19, they focused more on mental health. Eating healthier in their finances. Which makes sense because so many of us burn through all of our savings during like lockdowns and stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> of all people expect to fail before February, and almost one out of four quit within the first week of setting their New Year's resolution. Most people quit before the end of January, and only 9% see their resolutions through until succession. 23% of people quit by the first week, 64% after the first month, 81% before the end of the second year. Most people quit on the second Friday of the month.
1: Dang, they
0: determined it by the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they're ready for that weekend and they're like, long they you named know? this day. Okay. It says, uh, according to Strava, a running and cycling tracking app, they named this day Quitter's Day. So, an app for people that enjoy running or bicycling, like as a hobby where they can track the things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. The app noticed that everyone stops tracking and doing those activities on the second Friday of January. Quitter's day. <laughs> yeah, the app calls it quitters day. 43% mm. of people expect to give up on their goals by February, which explains the relatively high quitting rate in January. But why do New Year's, quid- New Year's resolutions fail? New Year's resolutions fail primarily due to timing. Most people are not ready to commit to their resolutions and give up because they either lose motivation or, have not prioritized their goals, or swapped their resolutions for newer, more relevant personal goals. 35% of people attribute losing motivation as their top reason for giving up, followed by being too busy, 19%, and changing their goals and priorities, 18%. The main reason why people fail is the timing of New Year's resolutions. While people want to achieve change, they have yet to be ready to commit fully. Successful individuals reported more stimulus control and willpower. Social support and interpersonal strategies became important after the first six months of pursuing the goal. Successful individuals are likely to experience 14 slip-ups during a two-year interval, indicating that resilience or the ability to bounce back from setbacks is essential for goal success. So basically what they're saying is that people that are successful at achieving their goals aren't inherently any better at sticking to it. They are just able to get back into it after they've they've messed up. So like let's say you yeah. set a diet, no pizza, right? A month into it, you eat pizza. The average person is going to be like, mm, I failed. All bets are off. I'm just going to do whatever I want now. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that sets successful people apart is the ability to, like, the next day be like, okay, I'm getting right back on my goal. Mm -hmm. I'm more motivated now. How to keep your New Year's resolutions. Research shows the best moment to start is whenever you're ready to commit to your goals. In other words, choose the most relevant and timely New Year's resolutions. If you have a New Year's resolution that you want to pursue but feel unprepared for, make the goal smaller. For example, instead of setting a resolution to change your entire diet, start by changing what you eat for breakfast. expert cited tips to achieve your goals included deeply understand why you want to change. What's your big motivation? Why is it now necessary to change? Set specific and challenging long term goals if you feel ready. Consistently set small and realistic short term goals. Consider an accountability partner. Is a family member or friend pursuing similar goals who would want to join you? Alternatively, find like minded people online with the same goals. Improve your sleeping schedule. Mm. That includes consistent waking in bedtimes, and getting plenty of quality sleep every night. It may surprise you just how much sleep impacts goal success. And that's basically it. <sighs> you want to talk about that little jab you threw in there? Oh, that wasn't for you. Oh, okay. It's Just in general. I was like, <gasps> I think 90% of the people that I know, especially. Yeah, are maybe not with, on a set sleep schedule. It may be like with what we do for a living, you know. Maybe yeah. we're like, because tattooers, I get up early and I go to bed early every night. Mm-hmm. But that most tattooers, because we're getting off of work so late, yeah. most tattooers, especially if you don't have family or children, yeah, stay I up find, pretty late. yeah, they'll stay yeah. up till 2 or 3 in the morning and then roll out of bed at, like, noon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: I mean, that I can I can understand because your whole, like, Like, work schedule, I mean, don't open till like, 2. Sure, sure. And a lot of shops stay
0: open past 9. But our bodies are still biologically engineered to have a circadian rhythm, which directly correlates to, like, the day-night cycle. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So whereas most people, especially, I think, from my generation and younger, choose to squeeze in their extra time after work, even if it's the dead of night, rather than waking up early and getting their extra time before work. Um I think that's the proper way to do it. Did wake up earlier? Yeah, get up with the sun. Get up at 6, 6:30, you know, cuz if I leave here at 9, I live an hour away, I don't get home till 10, mm-hmm. and then I'm in, asleep by like 11. If I get up at 6, like that's still 7 hours of sleep, which is plenty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like 6 to 8 is the recommended. So but now I'm up at six thirty, seven 7 o'clock, you know, I got a full eight hours of sleep, and now the shop doesn't open till 2. Now, mm-hmm. granted, I take early appointments most days, mm-hmm. but still, like, I have, what, like five hours in the morning yeah. to handle whatever business needs to be handled. And now I'm up with the sun, I'm watching the sunrise while I drink my caffeine in the morning, you know what I mean? Um <clears throat> And my, my circadian rhythm is being used as it's intended to be used. Yeah.
1: And I feel like mine's been thrown off since it, it was like Christmas break and everything. Sure. Because I'm used to waking up at like 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. I you know, woke Monday up, through Friday.
0: I woke up late Christmas break. But it's like Cannon wasn't in school. Yeah. So I had no reason to wake up early to yeah, make sure yeah. he got to school, you know. um, So I was sleeping until like... Somewhere between eight and nine every day, which is like pretty late for me, you know what I mean mm-hmm. um but it was it was it was cool, and it was cool because I was on like quote unquote vacation, mm-hmm. but it's definitely like I feel better waking up earlier yes, I feel better, yeah, if I'm waking up like with the sun, I feel ten times better than previously when I wasn't as regimented with my sleep schedule, I would still get eight hours of sleep, but I'd be getting up at like 11, like half the day's already over. Yeah. I'm waking up and like, it's almost noon. It's super bright outside. My body doesn't get to like adjust to it becoming daytime. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I found it to be like,
1: even if I do wake up earlier, say like six thirty, you know, seven o'clock, I'm still tired around the same time. I would be if yeah. I woke up later in the day. Sure. Um, so th- I agree with you on that, and it gives me more time
0: during the day to get more stuff done. Well, and it's it's these screens. Yeah. You're literally, like, it's it's recommended to stop using, like, your cell phone, anything that creates a blue light, um, two hours before you're actually trying to go to sleep. So if you're going to bed at, like, 11, by, like, 9, you should be putting your phone away because the blue light that's being emitted from that will actually mess up your brain's circadian rhythm, and it messes up melatonin production, it messes up all that stuff, and it keeps your brain active when your body is in a position, like, especially if you play on your phone in bed, you laying down in bed has told your body that it's time to go to sleep, Mm -hmm. but now you're keeping your brain active and you're pumping a bunch of blue light into into your brain. Uh, Which is telling your brain to stay awake. So, after long enough of doing that, and if you notice that you have trouble like falling asleep and you're the kind of person that plays on your phone in bed, like that's literally why. Because now your body is no longer viewing that bed as a place of rest. It's viewing it as a place for your brain to be active because that's what you've like trained it, Mm -hmm. you know? I think that's what I want to work on this year. Yeah. Like phone on YouTube. And well, and TikTok like iPhones and, and stuff have these really cool like settings that you can click yeah. where it'll like, you know, you can turn on a setting where after a certain time of day you can't access certain apps. Yeah, like oh, Instagram and TikTok. Like if I try to click it after eight p.m., it just doesn't work. You know, I don't have those settings turned on, but I know that's a thing. Yeah, Shelby has her set to where like uh, I think it's eight o'clock. It goes into like personal mode like, automatically, so she'll no longer get notifications for, like, calls, texts, any of that stuff. Basically, nothing will be, like, trying to get her to pick her phone up Mm -hmm. after 8 o'clock, you know? Another good habit, especially if you do things that aren't in bed, you know, like you're up playing video games or in the living room watching a movie or you're at the kitchen table drawing or something like that, pick a time of day, set an alarm, let's say 8 p.m., and at, when 8 p.m. happens, you take your phone to your bedroom, to your nightstand, plug it into the charger, and then just leave it there. Leave it in the room so that way you're not even tempted to yeah. pull it out, look at it. Because too often, it's, it's a mindless activity that we fall yeah, back on. Yeah, you don't on. even think about it. Yeah. like And there will be times where I'm pulling my phone out to check my work schedule, and I pull it out, I put in my password, and I tap TikTok. Yeah. You yeah, know I what and think like bit, think about don't it. Don't even think it's it's become such a habit or I'll tap Instagram and then I have to close it and remember like oh yeah I'm doing something. Yeah, what were you doing again? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It's wild. Like we're we're addicted to these things. And and unfortunately I don't even know that it's addiction we can successfully break because so much of our life is tethered to these. Yeah. My entire work schedule is in here. You know. If for some reason this thing were to disappear Like, I have no way of accessing my appointments. It's all in there. And you know what's crazy? Every client I communicate with,
1: it's all in there. Every one of them. What if it's uh, constructed by the
0: government to control (laughs) us even more? Here's the thing. All all jokes aside, I made, like, a joke about COVID earlier, you know what I mean? Which was, like, half a joke, by the way, you know? I don't necessarily know that the government is, is, like, constructing these things. If it's like ironic or or no, like, or even the government, you know, I don't know that it's the government, these social media companies, whatever. Right. I don't know that they're necessarily that that's their goal. uh, Kind of. Yeah. No. What I think they're, what I think the powers that be that use things like our cell phone against us are Mm -hmm. really good at or, or COVID right. Mm -hmm. I don't think. The government built COVID and released it upon the world. Okay, I do think it was made in a lab. I think it could have gotten out accidentally. I don't know. <clears throat> I think they're really good at seeing opportunities and being like, "How do we spin this to our benefit?" Yeah, you know what I mean. I think social media started, yeah, as a way for us all to connect socially, yeah. and then it was seen like, "Wow, this is turning into something. How do we? How do we yeah. take advantage of this? Mm-hmm. COVID, right?" Wow, this is going to be a big deal. How do we take advantage of this? You know? That's what I think is more likely to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't think like there's some alien overlord that has like a group of programmers that's like, all right, we need to create the next addiction. It's called social media. I don't think it's that. I think it's like, yo, I got this idea for this app. This could be really cool. They release. Like, wow, it's really blowing up. Wow, everybody's on it. Wow, everybody's spending a lot of time on it. And then that's when the powers of be come in and are like, dang, people are really hooked on this. how do we get them more hooked? How do we get them more hooked and then start pumping in advertisements? How do we get them yeah. more hooked and then start pumping in misinformation? How That's do we true. use this to control the way they're gonna think, you know? A good example
1: for that would probably be like two thousand eight, two thousand nine Facebook compared to today?
0: Exactly. Or MySpace. Yeah, I, well, don't even, think, I don't think but MySpace I don't think, got too political. But though. that's what I'm saying, though. I don't think MySpace was set up in a way that it could have no. turned into what Facebook turned into. Yeah, yeah. Which is why MySpace got phased out and Facebook got adopted. Yeah, it was like, this is going to be a much better platform to serve our needs. Yeah. You know? Like, nobody, MySpace is for people to share music. Yeah. I want people to share information. And then yeah. I want to control the information that they're sharing. Yeah. Because now I can control the way they're voting and the things they believe in, mm-hmm. who they pray to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, <sighs> <laughs> Go off. I don't know. Maybe is that my New Year's resolution? Do I talk less about conspiracies or more about conspiracies? I haven't decided yet. Do I use this platform of which we have a solid 40 to 60 listeners to start trying to form the way they think? Josh Snyderberg? Like a Zuckerberg? <laughs> I think going off the rails with
1: that one. He's got too much power.
0: Yeah, that was a Zuckerberg reference. It's not a... Anyway. Oh, really? What? Was it
1: like from the movie or whatever? What
0: are you talking about? He said a reference. Yeah, the only I was reference referencing... reference
1: to Mark Zuckerberg I know is uh, Sweet Baby Race.
0: I was referencing him when I said Josh Snyderberg. Oh. Okay. That one flew over my head. Well... Berg, as a last name suffix, could be misconstrued the wrong way. Yeah. And I wanted to make sure the listeners know that wasn't the reference I was making. Okay? I'm not going on Kanye. I was talking about Mark Zuckerberg, all right? Speaking of Kanye.
1: We're not going to speak of Kanye. I was just (laughs) going to say, apparently he's been missing. What? The past couple weeks. Yeah. Have you not seen anything about that? No. Apparently he's missing.
0: He's probably, I would assume he got captured. No, <laughs> no. I think he's just not on his phone for once, true. which was probably really good idea for that man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Probably a really good idea. Maybe those handlers or whatever finally got a hold of him and all they did was just like, no, we're just deleting your Twitter. Bro, give me your phone. <laughs> yeah, we're not even deleting the <laughs> account. We're just deleting the app so you can't get <laughs> yeah. on it.
1: But like, here you go, and they give him like a Fisher Price phone. Oh, yeah. How do I make a beat out of this? <laughs> I can't find the Kim con- on here, <laughs> the Kanye way.
0: Oh, Kanye, <laughs> man. What? What is? What is? Um. And, okay, here's the issue with Kanye. What is genius? Okay? Have obviously, to do with fish. <laughs> here's the issue with Kanye. Obviously, there's a lot of issues with Kanye. <laughs> The man like has actual mental health issues, you know, of which I actually kind of sympathize. Like that's gotta suck to be in that level of spotlight and be obviously battling yeah. with the demons that man's battling with. Okay, but I think about it in terms of like Alex Jones. Okay, mm-hmm. love him or hate him, so much of what Alex Jones has been proven to be correct, what mm-hmm. he said has been proven to be correct. But the way he says it, you know, and I totally believe when Kanye was talking about like Hollywood handlers, people trying to like gaslight and make him look crazy, Mm -hmm. you know, people trying to like uh, control what he says and take his kids away. I totally believe that. But then you go off and say all this other stuff (laughs) that all it does is discredit the stuff that you were saying that like had something that I could latch on to and be like, yeah, maybe he's right. Dave Chappelle said the same thing. Mm -hmm. when everyone, they tried to make him look crazy and say that he ran away to Africa, blah, 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 blah. They literally told him they were going to do that if he didn't play ball. And he said, he didn't want to do it anymore. And they said, we're going to make sure everybody thinks you're crazy by the time you leave this building. And that's literally what happened. Yeah. And the whole world thought, man, Dave Chappelle went off the rocker. He's crazy now because you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that, that was the narrative they wanted to push to try to punish Dave Chappelle for not doing like not being their little dancing puppet, you know? And so I think when Kanye started to want to break loose of sort of that contract, for lack of a better term, that these celebrities have with the handlers in Hollywood and their image and this is the message you're going to put out and this is what you're going to believe in. When he starts trying to break loose, then yeah, they're going to do everything they can to discredit him, make him look crazy. But then he starts acting crazy and saying some stuff where you're just like, Kanye, like, I wanted to get your back, dude, but I can't. Yeah. I can't defend you. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and, and so, and that's, what, that's why I was relating that to, like, the Alex Jones thing, right? If, if Alex Jones wasn't who he is and didn't say this crazy stuff that he says, we might actually be able to look at the fact that so much of what he said has been proven to be correct. Mm-hmm. But because of who he is it discredits even the stuff he was right about. And I think that's all Kanye has done. He's discredited everything that he was trying to shed light on by going off the deep end. Yeah.
1: To me, I think it's... No, I'm not going to go that route. Never mind. (laughs) I was going to say maybe, you know, he's going this crazy and he's about like uh
0: when he's talking about you know the
1: the higher elites and everything listen though
0: even if what he's saying is right he has to know he has to know especially if he's part of that game that like this isn't gonna end well for me nobody's gonna believe me they're gonna make me look crazy and i don't i'm not necessarily saying that i i don't think that what he's saying is right you know what i mean yeah like this man's out here talking about how hitler was cool like come on bro come on bro you
1: know what i'm saying you know Do you what think I mean? he would say stuff like <laughs> you know that was, like go on to, like are cover are himself so he doesn't get off I don't know I don't know
0: You know what I mean I don't I, and that's what I'm saying I think what he started with there was some truth in it The yeah. Hollywood handlers them trying to pump him full of like antidepressants and this yeah. and that and this and that to kind of kind of control him you know I believe in that and then Kim happened and then his kids happened. Yeah. And then uh, skeet, skeet, skeet happened, <laughs> you know. And and now I think we're just dealing with a dude that's broken. Like, he yeah, might honestly. be schizophrenic. He's definitely got some, like, bipolar or something like that, you know. Like, and this it this man, doesn't, is, he's going off the deep end. It doesn't help that he also grew up in the spotlight, you know what I mean? For sure. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Because uh, I don't know, man. I know, I know that you have to consider the time and the nation and the political climate that we're living in, right? Yeah. If you're at the level that he's at, you have the spotlight that he's at, and there is genuine information that you want to try to get out there, you still have to be picky and choosy and careful yeah. about how you Tip release time. that information. Yeah. Because doing what he did... All it's done. If every single thing he has ever said is actually a hundred percent true, which I don't think it is. I think he's crazy. But if it was all a hundred percent true, he could not have picked a worse possible way to try yeah. to get that information out and not look like he's like a complete psycho. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It like <clears throat> it's like that whole thing where like the more you try to convince someone that you're not crazy, the crazier you look. You yeah. Know? Or like, it's, it's like, have you ever, have you ever been, con- have you ever been, someone has uh, accused you of a lie, okay? Mm-hmm. And and it's actually something like that, it's false, it's fabricated. Mm-hmm. But the harder you try to convince that person that you're telling the truth and not lying, the more you, you, you just look crazy. like a liar. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You look crazy. I think it's like, th- it's like that whole thing, yeah. you know? And, and I have no doubts that he believes what he's saying. Yeah. I don't think 90% of it's true. I think he's completely off the deep end, but I know, I, I believe that he believes it, mm-hmm. but now he's trying so hard to make everyone else believe it, that he just keeps looking crazier and crazier and crazier to the point where now nobody can believe anything he said. Cause back in the day when Kim was trying to take the kids and stuff, a lot of people were like, yo, that's messed up. But now it's so easy for her to be like, look, I told y'all he was crazy. And everybody be like, yeah, he don't need to have them kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, oh, proved it right, you know? That's a whole nother. But what I'm saying is everything he's done up until this point is now discredited. Because yeah. now anyone can point at to what he's doing now and saying, like, look, he's crazy. And you can't even be like, I'm a white German man. I can't be like, oh, I don't think he's crazy. Because that looks yeah, Bad, you know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I can't be like, yo, but graduation. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> have you ever heard the song "Runaway"? I mean, it's so good, though. <laughs> it is. It's so good. That's yeah. such a good song. Um, I don't even know how we got on. Hitler, it, I don't know either. <laughs> That's but pretty like, funny though. It's, Hitler, I didn't think he would get the Alex Jones like status. You know what I mean? Well, see, and that's the thing is he was on Alex Jones. Do you yeah, remember seeing clips? Yeah. Alex was looking at Kanye like, dude, this guy's crazy. When, when Alex Jones looks you know, like- part the, of me believes that Alex that, Jones, that wasn't even really- That was him, bro. That was him. think so? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, because it was Alex Jones. Alex Jones is a crazy right-wing conspiracy theorist. Do you think he would have played along with the leftist agenda well, by having to- like a Kanye plant- no, he, he would have verified it was him. And when Alex Jones looks like the same person in the room. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> and literally Kanye made Alex look like Alex Trebek from why the mask? Jeopardy. That's the thing that. Because he's nuts, dude. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Even even if even if there's a shred of truth to what he's saying, he is so off his rocker that you can't even like True. you can't co-sign that, mm-hmm. you know? You can't. If I walked in today and told you last night on the drive home I got abducted by aliens, it's all real. I can show you where the spaceship is. There's zero part of you that's going to believe me. You know? You forget even who you're I, talking to right now. Even if I'm telling the truth, even if you get in a car with me and I'm going to drive you to the spot where the ship is parked in the woods until we get there and you see the ship, you're gonna, you're not going to believe anything. You're going to be like. I mean, I'm going along because it's Josh, but there's no way. There's no I'd way. It'd be like 50-50, okay? You wouldn't. It's like mm. You'd be like 90-10 at I best. I still have like at doubt. Best. You know? You might, if I'm convincing enough, you might believe that I believe it, but you're like, bro, there's no way. Like this is a I'm troll. Say, I would think you'd be pulling my leg. Exactly. You wouldn't believe it. Because I believe more in aliens than you do. And that's what I'm saying is is I get it. There's a level of insanity that just starts to Starts to limit credibility. Yeah. You know? And Kanye is not showing up in a three-piece suit and speaking coherently and being like, these are the facts. This is what I want the world to know. He's showing up with his entire face covered in a black plastic bag. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and doing hand puppets with, like, toys. You, do you see that? Yeah, yeah. And that's so what yeah, I'm saying. Like, like, if you really wanted to convince yeah. people, you can't pick a possible worst way to do it. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I wonder if Alex saw it as like a cash grab, though.
0: Well, I because you remember we, that was right after sure. the whole Sandy Hook. Well, he thing. saw it. He saw it as a way to boost ratings, for sure. This is a huge deal right now. Everybody's talking about Kanye. You Everybody's going to watch this episode saw it as like to give himself more credibility. Could too. could after all
1: that? Because what he he owes like billions of dollars after the whole definition. It's thing. so. St-
0: it's like almost a trillion dollars, dude.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: Nobody even has that kind of money. No. You know what I mean? We don't also even have that kind of money. I don't agree with the precedent. I don't. The issue is that what is on trial is free speech. Yeah. I don't believe you should be able to sue anybody for anything that they say, only what they do. If I tell you to go out and kill someone and you go out and kill them, you should be liable for murder. Yeah. You're dumbass. Listen to what I said. Mm-hmm. All I did was words. They don't hurt anyone. Here I am on a public platform talking with my words. I don't think anything I say right now I should be held liable for legally. You yeah. know, I don't think Alex Jones sure. should because because that sets a dangerous precedent. Yeah. What we're what we're marching towards here is is groupthink. And wrong think, mm-hmm. where literally, if you don't think the right things, you're going to be held liable legally. That's not right. Yeah. You know, regardless of what someone is saying or believing or thinking, that's their American right to say it and believe it and think it. Yeah. You don't have to agree with it, even if it's extreme and extremely wrong, you know? If I I can use my words to incite you to violence, then to me, that is a sign of your mental weakness. Yep. And that's not my fault. (laughs) You know? I'm sorry. Anyone out there? Have enough mental fortitude to know right from wrong, regardless of what someone's saying, even if you agree with them, you know? Mm -hmm. Because we have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You know what I'm saying? And... I I will agree with any anyone in this world right to think and believe whatever they want to until it infringes on another human being. If your thoughts cause you to be violent towards someone else, you should be punished. Mm-hmm. But you're allowed to have those thoughts. You're yeah. just not allowed to act on it. Mm-hmm. You know the end. What were you gonna say?
1: On a different note. <clears throat> Yeah, we should probably change the subject. Happy New Year's, by the way. (laughs) Uh, Since it's 2023 and it's January, next month, the the micro-wrestling federation will be in town.
0: As far as we know, the whole crew. Shout out my girl, Wendy Ferguson. I hope you're there. (laughs) I haven't seen Wendy in a while. I hope she's okay. I think she's still doing good. I hope she's okay. Maybe she just took a vacation. Yeah. Holidays, you know. Rip Hank Dalton, though. Yeah, Hank Dalton. Rest in peace. For those that don't know, I don't even know how much I want to put that information out there because I haven't ordered my tickets yet. You can edit it out. Micro Wrestling Federation is coming to Killian in February. That's all I'm going to say. You want any more information, you're going to have to do independent research. But just know that a large portion of the tattoo shop will likely be there.
1: Who was saying that they do, like, guest referees? Would you do it? Yeah. I'd do it. I think it was Jeremy. Because he said something about... He saw them, like, last year. Go into
0: one previously, yeah. Yeah. That'd be so tight. Yeah, it would. You think they're going to be in town long enough that we can get somebody on the pod? How sick would it be, like episode thirty-four, Ivar the Micro? That would be so fucking. would be tight.
1: Or we can just do the podcast there.
0: <laughs> do like yeah. a, a live commentary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, off the top, rope. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be tight. That would be Man, super I'm tight. I'm so excited. You know. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Big, okay. okay. A large portion of this episode is just devolved into my ramblings. Once again, what else is new?
1: Yeah. You know, we, <clears throat> we're going to try to change that. But, you know, how about we start a resolution starting well, today?
0: But listen, I don't know. What? This, this is my platform, right? This is this your true. platform. Should we not? And, and that's what I was talking about, right? I reserve the right to say the things I want to say. You do. And it's up to the listeners to decide if they want to support and agree or if they don't want to support or if they want to disagree but still support. Like that's what makes America beautiful. We don't have to agree. You guys can think I'm crazy and still support me and love me as a friend the way I would support and love you as a friend. Most of the people I love and support I disagree with. Politically, socially, whatever. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean... I I love and support them any less, you know. And I would think before I was born,
1: it was different. Like you could disagree on like a lot of those like kind of issues and yeah, still I agree. be like close with somebody.
0: But now in today's climate, with uh, well, a lot it, of like social media, social media and stuff, man, that's what changed everything. That's what polarized. Yeah, you didn't necessarily agree with your neighbor. If that was still your neighbor. You'd still give him a cup of sugar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I I think the issue is polarization. And I do think that's media and social media. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying is I think a beautiful tool was created and the powers that be found a way to corrupt it. I don't think they created it. They saw an opportunity and yeah, ran with it. That makes more sense. Thanks for pointing that out. On that note, let's take a little break. We'll be right back. I'm going to go change my channel. <laughs> we'll be right back. The dorking. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Josh here. Just a quick reminder, if you're enjoying the Iron Right Tattoo podcast, it really helps us to beat the algorithm with likes, comments, and shares. If you haven't subscribed already, please do that, and don't forget to hit that bell. And if you haven't already done so, please leave us a review. Thanks. Feeling good on a Wednesday. We're back. Let's switch gears up. We got a new year. We're going to continue the podcast. I have been feeling a bit of a creative slump regarding the podcast lately. I'm sure you have as well. What? Slump? What?
1: Never mind. Slump? Yeah, slump.
0: The band I used to be here. Throwback. <laughs> I want some uh, I want some ideas from the listeners, you know? Maybe some guests you'd like to see us have on, something that's reasonable and feasible. I'm uh, maybe some, yeah, Ivar. Maybe some ideas, topics you'd like to have covered. Or do you like episodes like this where we just ramble and talk and there is no, like, topic of discussion? You know what I mean? Like, what do you guys prefer? I'd love to know that. I'd love for one person, for the love of God, to actually answer a question that I ask on this podcast. And I know how many listeners there are. I get to see the analytics. One of you. Come on, hit me up.
1: (sighs) You know, I thought of one. What's that? It's something I've wanted to do for a while. Make like a just a like a mini movie, maybe like five minutes long, you know.
0: But how would how would that go for our audio listeners? I don't know. Because we have more audio listeners than we have people that, that watch true. the YouTube. Which I don't blame do them. do like a table. It's read. just a static camera image of the side of our head for an hour and a half. That is
1: true. You know, or even like just a script. Like a good five minute story, and we read back and forth,
0: yeah uh we could we could have a short story episode where you write a short story, I write one, we ask some of our listeners to write a short story, and yeah. we just read them on the podcast. I think that would be fun, I'll do too Probably. it would be like it would be like uh v h s but like the audio version where we're reading short horror stories instead of uh short horror movies, you know. Will we will we give it a genre? Like they need to be horror, they need to be sci-fi, anything, anything goes. Whatever you want to write Dude, that a could story be like about a reoccurring thing. It could. Like one could be like action, one could be sci-fi, one could be horror, one could be mystery, or it could be a small segment during each episode. Like True. maybe toward the end. Like okay, today's short story is called this. It was written by this listener. Thanks for writing. Boom, we read it. That means at most we would have to have
1: 52 short stories. Assuming we don't
0: skip the occasional week like
1: we did during the holidays. We skipped like, I think, two weeks. We also had to later start last year.
0: but That's true. That's true. I would like to see, uh, we definitely need to get our guest rotation bumped back up. Yeah. Because if anything, I think that's what's going to help us grow our audience, Mm -hmm. is guests sharing their episode. You know what I mean? To this day, you know what our most listened to episode is? Our highest viewed, most listened to. Let me let me take a guess. Okay. Well you already have a hint that it involves a guest. True. <laughs> um
1: I'm gonna say maybe
0: Come on. Spit the, it out. The one with Cody? No. T.C. Oh, okay. Episode number two, the second one we ever put out, it had T.C. in it because T.C. also shared and helped promote it, and that is our most listened to episode because T.C. has a lot of people that love him. He knows a lot of people. He's a big talker. Like Mm -hmm. He's everyone's best friend, you know what I mean? So when he started promoting it, everyone wanted to go listen to that episode, his friends, people that know him, you know what I'm saying? So I think we need to bump up our guest rotation. We need to find more people. I'd like to have Jeremy back and do another movie episode. That yeah. was fun. It didn't it necessarily was. like perform the best. But, but it was a good time. It was fun. If people if anyone out there likes movies and you like the segments where we talk about movies and you haven't listened to that one yet, I highly recommend it. It's called The Movies That Break Us. Um We were broken. That one got heated. <clears throat> but it was fun. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um we need to get I have, I have a client by the name of Jeff Story who was at 99 Woodstock. We've talked yes. about that a few times. We're going to get him on here to, to tell his his version of events. Though I will say, in talking with him about it, like he's a little too pumped on how chaotic it was, <laughs> considering yeah. how bad that day was for some people. So I might have to tell him to tone it down a little bit. <laughs> He's like, yeah, dude, it was so awesome. I'm like, you know, like people got raped, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, Jeff. Uh, so, yeah, I'd like some recommendations on guests, topics, maybe different segments. Um, we always need questions. We don't have any questions for this one, but I also forgot to put out a question card, which I sucks. Because wonder... I even have an alarm set to put that out on Saturdays, and I forgot to. I wonder... How much it would cost to get Fred Durst on the podcast? Significantly more than I'm willing to pay. Yeah, a hundred percent. And even then, at most, he'd probably agree to do it over like Skype. And then we had this whole like sound quality issue. You know True. what I mean? Well, I saw he did
1: a podcast like a month or so ago.
0: Was he there? Yeah, he or was, was there. It, like over Skype? No, he was there. Who are some people in Texas? That we might be able to convince mm. to come out to the podcast. And, and no one, but um,
1: who? It might be very controversial. Oh, he has his own podcast type thing.
0: Um, Alex Jones, because <laughs> <laughs> he ain't that far away. <laughs> See if we can get him to put a black mask on and do like hand puppets. No. <laughs> I would want it to be oh, somewhat successful. Turntable, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to see where we can go with this. Yeah. Maybe that's a resolution that I have is to is to go back to putting more effort into the podcast. Yeah, you know, I I will be the first to admit that I've I don't want to say I've gotten lazy, but I'm definitely not trying as hard now that it's become more of a routine. Yeah, I, um, same for me. You know, and I'm I like, i have not been. <clears throat> making the TikToks, yeah stuff like that that could blow up and get more listeners to the podcast you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. uh so i think i'd like to put in more time and effort with promotion of the podcast but i think a lot of that is going to come with um what type of content we're able to create and that comes down to ideas for episodes and guests Mm -hmm. you know would love to hear would love to hear any suggestions or recommendations to anybody that's listening right now. Like it would, it would eternally mean the world to me if you actually put in the effort to think of a couple ideas and drop a comment or, or DM iron right tattoo podcast on Instagram, DM Josh Snyder tattoos, underscore IRT on Instagram. Text me if you have my number, whatever iron right tattoo podcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, we could use some help. We could use some help. Also, share the podcast with a friend. Sharing is caring and maybe it's not. free. Maybe not this episode. <laughs> this share one went, your favorite episode. This one went off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> what has been your favorite episode? If you're listening right now, what's been your favorite episode? So we have an idea of what kind of content people are actually enjoying. Um, so you can help us make this podcast better in 2023.
1: If we can somehow get Earl or Granger on, that'd be great. I want to do
0: Earl Dibbles and I want him to be Earl the whole time he's here. And I've said something to <clears> Caleb. <throat> and then, and he, Caleb, bless his soul, is always very positive. It's like, oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm sure he'd do it. And then I'll never hear anything else, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> again about it, you know? So he's a busy man. He is, sure. <clears throat> he's a, a Hollywood guy now. Granger yeah, just had a movie come out. Yeah, that is true. Good for him. Congrats, Granger. I know you're not listening. To him. congrats. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I think yeah. Twenty twenty three resolution. I think this episode. The things that I'm already doing, I would like to do better. I'd like yes. to put in more effort. You know, I'd like to uh, stick to it.
1: You know. Um I think this episode is a good opening point of expanding our ideas
0: a hundred percent and will open many doors to our future I don't even think it would be a bad idea to buy a bigger mixer and a third mic, and maybe even if we wound up with like another host that like was here every week, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. just somebody else to generate conversation and jump off and stuff like that, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, we could go anywhere. This could literally go anywhere. That's true. The benefit That's of it being a small, it. yeah, it's a small, undefined podcast, right? We don't have a specific thing that we do, a specific focus that we have, which means that we can do pretty much anything we want, you know. Phone's ringing. Go do your job. I'm just playing.
1: <laughs> do you, think, you think
0: you think that the mic
1: is picking up the phone ringing? I doubt it, but I know yeah. normally around this time there's a phone call that comes in every day and it's a spam risk call.
0: Mm. Uh, we used to get, you know what, I'm going to out him. Francis Gardner, whoever you are, our phone has been ringing since 2015 with people trying to get a hold of you. Whoever you're dodging, good job, man. It's been <laughs> yeah. like eight years and they haven't figured out where you're at yet. You know what I mean? It's crazy. And no, we don't do piercings. Those are the, the That's the most yeah. common phone call I think we get, right? Yeah. I mean, you answer the phone. Yeah. It's, what, it's wh- at least like four to five times a week. Do you think we get more phone calls about piercings or like do you guys have time for walk-ins? Definitely piercings. We get more phone calls for piercings? Yeah. Dang. I should make you like keep track of every phone call for between now and the next time we record so we have like actual statistical data. Like one week's worth of phone calls, you know. This many were do that. spam, this many were piercings.
1: Yada yada yada. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll make two sticky notes and just tally mark each one, figure it out,
0: and we'll have an answer. Yeah. We'll come up with like categories. Yeah, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Um Well, do you have any New Year's 2023, this episode is getting close to an end. So is there anything you want to touch on Um, for the new year, new me? hmm. Hmm. Maybe any reflection over the last year? I will say I'm, I'm optimistic for another year. Same. I've had a lot of hard moments in the previous year. And the pessimistic side of me is ready to put 2022 behind me. But the optimistic side of me is thankful for, you know, the experience that I have had that could, uh, help me maybe grow as a person. You know what I'm saying? I, I try not to view things so negatively that, I think all the that, time.
1: That is more important than the resolution.
0: Yeah. You know, I would agree. It's I think about re- character growth, reflection. Well, resolution is all about looking forward, right? Mhm. <clears throat> but reflection, looking looking back, I think is um maybe how we move forward, you know? Oh, it's definitely a part of it. it and that's and and that's my issue with like okay. Within the past few years, we've seen a lot of historical documents be changed, mm-hmm. historical monuments and things like that be torn down. <laughs> And I always I always thought that was dangerous, you know? Because, uh, well, I mean, it's a cliche as old as time. They say, if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's why I think reflection and looking backward is just as important as looking forward, making plans, you know? Yeah. If you try to do something and it fails... And then you forget about it and try to do something the exact same way that you did before, like you're gonna fail. Mm-hmm. You, you need that past experience in order to grow. Well, to dictate your future. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like girls that get with the same guy over and over, like the same type of guy, and it ends the same way every time. And it's like, what were you thinking? Like, did you think yeah. this time was gonna be different? Like, maybe you need to try something different. Women out there listening, 2023. <laughs> If you're dating, try something different, 100%. If you're an adult and you're dating for whatever reason, that means whatever you've done up to this point hasn't worked. So I encourage you, get over your type. Types are meaningless. Try something different. Girls, guys, go for the the person you would never go for. Someone shows you interest. And it's like the kind of person that that you just like, oh, that's not my type. I'd never. Try it. Try it. You might be surprised. Because clearly, if you're dating in 2023, whatever you've tried so far hasn't worked out. Or you wouldn't be dating. Try something new. That's my advice. You got any advice? Always keep your promises. No. That is great advice. It
1: is. It's one I live by every day. You, um, skadoosh. You really do a lot of dead air. You know that? Yeah. Well, like I'm like when I'm not against the microphone, I'm like, oh yeah, I could could say this, this,
0: this," and I'm like against the microphone right now, and I'm like, what you, what you got to work on? And I I do it uh, all the time is learning how to fill the voids uh, with nonsense while you're trying to think of what it is you want to say. That's literally my whole existence. No, you fill the void with silence while you think. You go, ee. That's not silence, though. <laughs> no, that's what's happening between your ears. That is true. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I think you made a lot of good, valid points uh,
0: in the last... It's right there. One hour, 28 minutes, 25, 26, Um, 27. Yeah, go for what you normally wouldn't go for. I'm going to say this. Do it. That thing you're thinking of, you've been obsessing over in your head for the past week, month, year, whatever. You're scared to pull the trigger. Rational, be rational. Okay. You know? Yeah, obviously. Within reason, you know? The... (laughs) The positive thing that you've been (laughs) thinking, if I could just learn this skill, if I would just go to the gym, if I would just talk to that girl at work, if I would just uh, finally start my studio, if I would just go buy a camera because I've always wanted to be a photographer, whatever it is, do it. What are you waiting on? You could die in a car accident tomorrow having never done the thing that you can't stop thinking about. And that's a waste of life, in my opinion. It is. 2023, the slogan needs to be do it. And eh, it's been a couple of years.
1: Yeah, do it. Do what? I was like, uh, eh, <clears> the <throat> Nike slogan.
0: No, that's just do it. Oh. See, we're dropping the just. Oh, yeah, do if it. If anything, you could say it was like a Shia LaBeouf meme. Yeah. But that's, that's no longer relevant either, you know? Do it, do it. Make your dreams come (laughs) true. Now that see, that's the Shia LaBeouf thing. (laughs) Don't let your dreams be dreams. Yes, do it. On that note, we're we're clearly just filling time at this point. We're just rambling. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, check out a. uh, Do we need a new sign off for 2023? That's what I was
1: thinking. Nah, bro. Some
0: things we gotta stick to
1: tradition. No, let's do this one. And it's somehow magically somebody comes up and is like, Y'all need to go back to the old, this is bullshit. Peace.
0: Please. (laughs) Nate, Nate, do it. (laughs) Later.